ओम नमो भगवते वासुदेवाय ओम नमो भगवते वासुदेवाय ओम नमो भगवते वासुदेवाय स्वाखिल Sutta Goswami is about to repeat what he had heard from Shukadev Goswami. Before doing so, he offers his he offers prayers to his prominent guru Shukadev, from who he heard his transcendental knowledge. This is the process of assimilating transcendental knowledge. Here, uh, swanubhava, self assimilated. This term is used. Well, you got it right there in the appearance, the word for word. Yeah, the word anubhav generally means experienced. Here, the synonym and other translations give an experience. So, knowledge of Veda is to be experienced and assimilated uh, by the process of hearing. Here, the Bhagavatam is described as akila shruti sara. the essence of all the vedas the word shruti is particularly used shruti means that which is heard there are many things to be heard as shukadev goswami says when he begins to speak which doesn't come until the beginning of the second canto the way the bhagavatam is divided shruta vyadini rajendra nrinang santi sahasrashah apashyatam atmatvam griheshu grihamedhinam that There are many, many things to be heard by persons who are blind to the actual business of human life, who are simply interested in household affairs, tied up to the post of material existence. But shruti means that which we should actually hear. Shruti means what is sometimes called the original Vedas. because uh, chronologically the shruti is heard before the smriti manifests in human society the vedic knowledge is divided into two broad categories shruti and smriti so shruti is considered the what is sometimes called the original vedic and smriti is that which is uh in prabhupad's language uh following in the what is that for literature in the pursuance of the vedic version you have this in the ten offenses to offend the vedic literature or literature in pursuance of the vedic version so in in literature in pursuance of the vedic version in smriti shruti smriti nindana this is the offense that's being referred to You got that? So, uh, 
He already stated, Akila Shruti Saram Ekam Adhyatma Deepam. This is the one, this Srimad Bhagavatam is the one transcendental torchlight, which, this Srimad Bhagavatam is the transcendental torchlight, which is the one literature, which is the essence of the Vedic knowledge. So this is the actual subject of Shruti Vedas. Shruti, that is actually uh, meant for one purpose only. That is uh, Ekayan, or the one path of the Vedas. But the persons who don't actually know what is Veda, they see in the Vedas Bahivan, the many paths. But actually all the Vedic knowledge is meant for one purpose. What does Krishna say about that in Bhagavad Gita? What is the object of knowledge in the Vedas? Vedaischa Saravaraham Eva Vedyaha, Lord Krishna says. Give the translation. But people in general, they have many things to hear, not the Vedic knowledge. Or even if they hear the Vedic knowledge, it comes in the ear and then it gets mixed up in their brain with all their misconceptions. So that knowledge comes in and when it comes out again, it goes to, to the, gets all mixed up, goes to the heart, not to the, not actually to the heart, but to the false ego which covers the heart. And then it comes out again through the mouth, all mixed up. And this is called Hinduism. <laughs> so Shukadev Goswami wasn't a Hindu. Shukadev Goswami, he received this transcendental knowledge from Vyasadeva. Actually, he was running away from Vyasadeva. First of all, he was sitting in the womb of his mother. Not a very nice situation, as Shukadev will describe, and we'll find in the third canto of Bhagavatam. But he thought, it's better in here than out there. It's just all Maya out there. It's a pretty advanced concept. I mean, when your father's Vyasadeva. But Vyasadeva was compiling all the Vedas... Compiling means he was speaking. This Vedic knowledge that the point is there is to be heard. Reading is an extension of the hearing process. But hearing is the uh, traditional, uh, original system. Shruti means that which is heard, not that which is read. And we find that uh, Shukadev heard from Vyasadeva. Sutta Goswami heard from Shukadev. And Shonakadi Rishi, they heard from, uh, they, they heard from Sutta Goswami. So by hearing, they understood. Not just by reading. Hearing is essential. And we can read, but hearing that knowledge presented, that will uh, make heart-to-heart contact. Vidyate vidyagantihi. Or by hearing all the uh, Attachments within the hearts are pierced. Mm. And uh, Lord Krishna, who is within the heart, becomes pleased to cleanse the heart of a devotee who regularly hears his messages. So, uh, Shukadev Goswami, he heard this message, he received this message, he assimilated it. He didn't want to uh, come out of the womb because at that time Vyasadeva was absorbed in compiling the Vedas which don't directly point to Krishna. Actually the Vedas are only meant for understanding Krishna. 
but uh, they're written in such a way that they simultaneously show Krishna to the devotees and hide him from the non-devotees. And that's true even of Bhagavad Gita. Actually, Bhagavad Gita is very directly, Lord Krishna is establishing himself as the Supreme Personality of Godhead. But the non-devotees with their uh, remarkable abilities in, uh, of distortion, they are able to take out a completely different meaning from it. And that's true even of Srimad Bhagavatam. But it's uh, more difficult to do, and more, and to do with Srimad Bhagavatam than with the Vedas. Because the Vedas appear to be directly uh, glorifying the path of Karma Kanda, most of the Vedas. Whereas Bhagavatam from the beginning says, Dharma projita kaitava atra. Herein, all cheating religion is completely rejected. Vedyam vasavam atra vastu. This is the actual subject of the Vedas. And what is that subject? Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya, offering our uh, respectful obeisances to the Supreme Personality of Godhead, Vasudeva. Satyam Param Dhimehi, meditating upon He who is the Supreme Absolute Truth. So Shukadev, uh, he wasn't very much interested in anything but direct glorification of the Supreme Personality of Godhead. So eventually at uh, Vyasadeva's request, Lord Krishna himself come and came and requested Shukadev, uh, please come out of the womb. So he did so. But he didn't remain at home very long. <laughs> Why not is um, described in the verse previous to this. Yang prabhvajantam anupetam apeta ajuhava putreti tanmayatayataravobhine so, Shukadeva Goswami was a typical sannyasi. sannyasi. Not that he ever formally took sannyas. He wasn't interested in any formality. He left home because he didn't want to get involved in all these formalities of being initiated as a brahmana and so on. But he was uh, oblivious to the cries of his father. Uh, he didn't give a damn. <laughs> it's a polite way of saying it. He just thought, ah, that's, just all, it's just all Maya. I'm just, phew, I'm getting out of here. It's, I knew it was going to be Maya out here. I should have stayed in the world. <laughs> so he left home. Hard-hearted. It would appear. It would appear that he was hard-hearted. But he's described as sangsarinam karunaya, one who is very merciful to those who are entangled in material existence. He was callous to material affection, but uh, that his heart was very soft was discovered by Vyasadeva, who found a way to bring him back home, which isn't described here. On the path ahead of where he was going, he arranged for some of his disciples to recite Srimad Bhagavata, and Shukadev was marching past, absorbed in the bliss of renunciation, not concerned with anything going on around him. And though he wasn't really paying attention to any of the sense objects around him, the sound of Srimad Bhagavatam entered his ear. And because there was no obstruction in his consciousness, it directly entered his heart. And he found a great transcendental pleasure in hearing that. So then he considered, what is going on here? 
I am uh, completely detached from anything pleasant or unpleasant in this material world. But I am feeling pleasure in hearing this sound. And the pleasure I am feeling is of a different quality, far superior to that of the pleasure that I have uh, quit home to experience. That pleasure of being situated in impersonal Brahman. So then uh, he ascertained that this, what is being described here, is transcendental to material uh, existence. Otherwise it could not have attracted him. So then uh, he returned to Vyasadeva to hear this, Bhagavatam. Mm. And uh, hearing that, he assimilated it, and his experience of Bhagavatam, his understanding of Bhagavatam, appeared to uh, be greater, surpass that even of Vyasadeva. That is why Bhagavatam, Vyasadeva himself, later when he came to write down Bhagavatam, he himself wrote that, Shukamaka Damrata Dravyasamritam, that it is because this Bhagavatam, which is already the uh, essence of the Vedic, the cream of the Vedic literature, has become even sweeter by being spoken by Vyasasunu Shukadev Goswami. So, Bhagavatam is a living text. Bhagavatam is Krishna in literary form. Krishna is unlimited and he reveals himself to different devotees in different ways. That is why Madhvacharya has studied Bhagavatam and found Krishna in one way. Vallabhacharya, he has discovered Krishna in another way. Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, following Shukadev Goswami, has discovered Krishna fully, which even uh, Vyasadeva, although he recorded the Srimad Bhagavatam, he didn't have as deep entrance into it as did Shukadev Goswami. This is why Lord Shiva said, Aham Vedmi Shukho Veti Vyasa Veti Na Veti Va Bhaktya Bhagavata Grahyo Na Buddha Na Chatikaya That Srimad Bhagavatam, I can say I know it. And Shukadev Goswami, he knows it. Vyasadev, maybe, maybe not. Whatever Bhagavatam can be understood by devotional service, not simply by brain power, nor by even simply by studying various commentaries and sub-commentaries. There's this uh, society, what's that called? Mensa or something like that? For, for all the super brains, yeah, super intelligent people. But according to, it means they have high IQ as measured by some more intelligent Budala, I learned that Croatian <laughs> word. Uh, Superior fools. But yeah, they're fools because they don't understand Srimad Bhagavatam. No. They can bring all their big, big brain. They can, they can put in their will that I donate my valuable brain. After I die, I donate my brain to science. You can study it. You can poke it with a needle and do various things. There's no ability within the brain to understand Srimad Bhagavatam. It is under, it is, understanding Srimad Bhagavatam is a gift 
given by Krishna. Shinvatang Swakata Krishna Punya Shavana Kirtanaha Hridyantastho Hibhadrani Vidhunoti Surit Satam Krishna <coughs> is very pleased when his devotee, devotees hear his message. You want to look it up? Give the translation. Just translate that. Same chapter. All right, I'll translate. Krishna is very pleased when his devotees uh, hear about him and he cleanses the heart from material contamination of, of such a devotee who hears his messages, which uh, it is pious simply to hear and chant the messages of Krishna. So Krishna does this because he is the very uh, well-wishing friend of his sincere devotee. Krishna awards the intelligence to a devotee by which he can understand this subject matter. The intelligence to understand Krishna is a natural uh, characteristic of the pure soul. The intelligence to understand Krishna is a natural characteristic of the pure soul. It has nothing to do with the brain, which is uh, an instrument for uh, juggling various ideas which act as a blockage to understanding Krishna. But the intelligence to understand Krishna, that is a natural characteristic of the soul, that becomes manifest when all the garbage is cleared out of the way. So by hearing the Bhagavatam from Shukadeva Goswami, all these unclean things in the heart are cleared away. And then Krishna and Krishna consciousness are manifested within the heart. So Shukadeva Goswami realized Krishna in the very highest manner. And he spoke that knowledge for the benefit of human society. He left home not being interested in family life. But he was very merciful to those who are entangled in materialistic life. And therefore he spoke this Srimad Bhagavatam, which is called which is called Paramahamsa Sanghita, the literature that is specifically meant for Paramahamsas. Paramahamsa means one who is on the highest platform of spiritual life. Um, but here it stated that uh, Srimad Bhagavatam was spoken to help the persons entangled in material life. So Bhagavatam is both. Bhagavatam is for the topmost Paramahamsas and it's meant for uh, persons who are entangled in material life. Not for everyone who is entangled in material life, but it's meant for persons who are desirous to come out of that entanglement. As Prabhupada writes in the purport here, that uh, materialists can get out of material life, how? Simply by desiring to get out. But as Prabhupada further comments, unfortunately, they are so foolish that they do not want to escape. So Srila Vyasadeva gave this Vedic knowledge to help people gradually come out of the labyrinth of material existence. And Shukadev Goswami gave the essence of that knowledge. Most people who follow the Vedic path, they, they don't get to the point. They climb up one or two steps of the Vedic ladder and look down and think, well, I'm above everyone else. They're not able to look up and see, well, I've still got a long way to go. <laughs> so even if one is on the ladder, uh, that is not the point. It's not the point to be on the ladder. The point is to come up and out. So Shukadeva Goswami is giving the knowledge by which Vyasadeva's efforts 
can come to complete and perfect fruition. What is the qualification to hear Bhagavatam? Or who will want to hear? Those who are desirous to be free from the propensity to envy others. Dharma projita kaitava atra parama nirmat saranam satam. Paramahamsa is defined as one who is free from envy. And those who are entangled in material existence, the uh, principal characteristic, they are envious of others. Nidraya hriyate natam vyabhaye natchavavaya. This, um, this griheshu grihamedhinam, those who are not interested in spiritual life, they spend their days in uh, accumulating money to support their families. And their nights in sleeping and sex indulgence. So Prabhupada, he, in the translation, he blends in the words the uh, envious householders. He, he blends in the term envious, specifically envious. They're envious of others. I should enjoy. No one else should enjoy. I shall enjoy by exploiting others. So persons who are ready to become free from the disease of envy, they can begin to hear Srimad Bhagavatam. So Acharyas like Shukadeva Goswami, they speak Srimad Bhagavatam. Those who are interested, they will hear. Sometimes people used to say to Prabhupada that you see there's some other Swamis and Gurus, they have so many more followers. Prabhupada would give the example that I am selling diamonds, not groceries. The diamond shop has very few customers. The grocer's shop has so many customers. But, the, but at the end of the day, to use that hackneyed expression, the, uh, the diamond seller has more profit than the grocer. No. <laughs> so who's got the best business? Shall we? We can't expect that many people will be interested in diamonds. Many people are interested in groceries. But the diamond seller shouldn't be so foolish to think that I have less customers, let me become a grocer. Sometimes in our preaching of Krishna consciousness, it is supposed that we should become grocers instead of diamond sellers. Let us present something different and attract many people. And then afterwards we will preach them about Krishna consciousness. But we find in most cases that the... Devotees who do this, they end up becoming grocers and not diamond sellers. <laughs> they give something very cheap and they forget what are the diamonds they're supposed to be selling. The Shukadeva Goswami, that was his whole reason for rejecting Vyasadeva. When he found that Vyasadeva had diamonds in the form of Srimad Bhagavatam, then he came back to hear from him. So, our Acharyas, they, they are Acharyas because... They present Srimad Bhagavatam. They do not cater for the contaminated consciousness of contaminated people. But rather they speak the knowledge of Bhagavatam in such a way that even contaminated people will become uncontaminated by hearing it. To speak the knowledge of Bhagavatam is so glorious. What did Shukadeva Goswami do? He, uh, he left home. He spoke Bhagavatam. We don't have that much information about him. He wasn't a general who fought great wars. He wasn't a, a politician or a sports star. He wasn't a famous movie actor. Of course, you may say, well, he didn't have movies in those days. But 
He wasn't a famous dramatic artist. We don't find a description of him doing great dramatics while he's speaking Srimad Bhagavatam. What did he do? Someone asked me this, one young man, quite a big businessman, up in the million dollar bracket, somewhere around there. He's more or less a millionaire. I, I can't say exactly, but, but his father was already rich and he's expanding the business more and more. So I gave him the book Vangshidas Babaji. I'd given him my other books, just a new book that I brought out. So he said, well, saw the cover. Who is he? I said, well, he was a great Vaishnav. He said, well, what did he do? Did he open businesses in 50 countries? Did he meet heads of states and shake hands with them and make business deals with them? Did he lead a human rights movement or an animals' rights movement or gay rights or women's rights? Or a, or a caterpillar's rights? What did he do? I said, he loved Krishna. He couldn't understand. He just couldn't understand. Why, why, why should you write a book about such a person? There are so many sadhus in India. Yeah, what's, what's so great about him? What did Shukadeva Goswami do? He gave knowledge of Srimad Bhagavatam. Aswanubhavi makalashuti saran ekam adhyatma deepam. He gave this knowledge, which is the transcendental torchlight, which is the essence of all the Vedas, and enriched with his own understanding. That example I was given, giving it, it, it enters in the region of the heart and comes out all nonsense, that is Hinduism. Shukadeva Goswami wasn't a Hindu. Because his heart was completely pure, the knowledge of Bhagavatam uh, re-echoed within his heart. He was one with his heart. So when it came out again through his mouth in the form of Kirtan, there was no tinge of karma, jnana, yoga or any other material materialistic desire and yoga also. Yoga. So uh, it was the sound that came out through Shukadeva Goswami's mouth was completely purified and enhanced by his uh, ekayana, his one-pointed love of Krishna. So this is his great contribution to human society, which the crows will never appreciate. The crows who are eating garbage... <laughs> They will never appreciate Shukadev Goswami. They will say, Mother Teresa, great welfare worker, overlooking Prabhupada, whose contribution is, is not, it's just not comparable. That uh, because Mother Teresa superficially helped some poor people of Calcutta, they think, oh, great saint. But they don't realize that Prabhupada, by giving this knowledge of Bhagavatam, yeah, even if only one copy was made and distributed to one person, that would be millions of times more beneficial to the whole world than 10 million Mother Teresas put together. But the crows cannot understand. She is helping the poor crows become more uh, better fed crows or helping the dying crows to die in her crow house. But Prabhupada is giving the knowledge by which <coughs> They no longer have to become crows, or dogs, or cats, or worm in stool, or indra, or anything like this. He's giving the knowledge by which they can, can, can become shuka, they can become parrot, reciting the glories of Radha and Krishna. 
So this knowledge is meant for a wholesale reform of human society. What's that verse? You learned that yet? Comes after the crow verse. Tadvad visardo janataga viplavo. This knowledge that previous to this is described how the crows they are interested in literature which does not describe Krishna. But this literature, Srimad Bhagavatam, this is meant for is a completely different kind of creation to the crow literature. It is meant for creating a revolution in the misdirected lives of a sinful population. <laughs> Sometimes our devotees, those who are not reading Srimad Bhagavatam, which means that Bhakta Prai, almost something like a devotee, they propose that, well, we should be more like the karmis and then they'll accept us more. Well, that's true. If you become a karmi, they'll accept you. But we're not supposed to become like karmis. This knowledge of Bhagavatam is meant for creating a revolution in the misdirected lives of a sinful population, not for that we'll take the book and stick it on our shelf and put a 50 psychology books and cartoon comic books on top of it and remain as karmis. Psychology. Rather, Srimad Bhagavatam, once we have this book, then all the other books you can just take out. And people say, well, this, these books can also be used in the service of Krishna. That's true. You can take them and shred them and make new paper and print Srimad Bhagavatam on them. That way they can be used. Or even uh, you burn them all better. That's Bhaktinotaku's understanding. Even if all the libraries in the world were to burn, but Srimad Bhagavatam remained, there would be no loss to human society. So let us try to appreciate the contribution of Shukadev Goswami. Prabhupada came to distribute this superlative knowledge among the crows. It is very risky. That is Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's mercy. That is the risk. But having taken this knowledge, then devotees, they should become swans, hangsa, paramahamsa, following in the footsteps of Shukadev Goswami, who has very kindly given this knowledge to pick us up out of the uh, material existence and establish us in our constitutional position as servants of Krishna. Hare Krishna, I finished there. Is there any question? Yeah, please say. Is there, uh, of course, we know that Shukadeva is eternal devotee, mm-hmm. uh, is there any uh, distinction at which point he became devotee? Yeah, when he heard Srimad Bhagavatam. That's more described in Brahma Vaivarta Purana, I believe, in one of the Puranas. The details of that. Oh, anything else? Hare Krishna. Srimad Bhagavatam ki jai. Srila Prabhupada ki jai. Srila Sukadev Goswami ki jai.